0: missed it download it this is the morning sickness podcast i love it it's brilliant 957 95 7, the rock. Com and the 957 7 the rock app let's be real good morning morning it's crazy right now this sucks but it's not all bad news check out some of the good news Here to go with bad music
1: it makes me feel good
0: only on 957 The Rock. So, good news? Boom, boom, akka,
2: lakka, lakka, boom. Oh man, you remember this one, Gene? I got like a boom. Boom, boom. I got like a boom, boom. You remember this one, Shaw? Uh, no, no thankfully. The band, if you can call them a band, was Was Not Was. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Walk the Dinosaur. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so terrible. Boy, oh boy. How this became a hit, I'll never know, but it was a hit. And it was called Walk the Dinosaur by Was Not Was. That is your bad music this week for good news with bad music. Here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock, some good music, Shaw, is coming out of England from Captain Tom Moore. I don't know if you saw this, but he's the guy, the 100-year-old guy oh, yeah, yeah, who walked yeah. back and raised that millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. He's doing it again. He, this guy just can't keep still. He's just a busy dude. He's got number one singles now in England. difficult to hear his parts but the world war ii vet named captain tom moore raised over 50 million dollars just by walking in his backyard now has a number one single someone got him to cover gary or uh yeah jerry and the pacemaker song called you'll never walk alone with a bunch of other healthcare workers he's now the oldest person to ever have a number one hit single in the uk he turns 100 years old this thursday and this guy if there's a face of what we can do that's right in this world He's, he's it. He's, yeah. his, he's the face. Mm-hmm. Captain Tom Moore doing everything he can to make things better for people. You bet. In Inspirational. England. Other good news with bad music, the land artist. Have you seen this? No. You see people who uh, get out there in the tractors and the combines oh, and yeah, do all sure. sorts of different stuff in the field. Well, this land artist named Stan Hurd paid tribute to he- healthcare workers and frontline workers by mowing a design into a field in Kansas. Oh, I
1: saw It's beautiful. It's, be- it's a really?
2: huge vase with a bunch of flowers. It's gorgeous. It's like, Thank awesome. you, Shaw. You got to see this thing. It's beautiful. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. There's two neighbors. This is kind of neat. Uh, two neighbors in California who became friends during the lockdown, right? So you got nowhere to go. You maybe talk to your neighbor on the other side of the fence. They find out, after these all this time living next to each other, Shaw, they have relatives in Norway. It turns out they have the same great great grandfather, so now they found out they're related. <laughs> these two neighbors who didn't cool. didn't know from Adam. But now that we found out they're related. Good news with bad music here on the Morning Sickness on ninety five seven the Rock. There's a guy in London who live streamed himself clapping for healthcare workers for twenty four hours straight. He raised over ten thousand dollars for charity. Ooh.
3: Thank you to everyone that tuned in, and thank you to everyone that donated. We raised, I think, six thousand pounds.
2: Yeah, ten thousand dollars from Jack Pegum, who uh, did clap for our carers. 24 hours straight of Clapping Shaw online and got himself $10,000 for healthcare workers. How cool is that? Um, And then there's a 6-year-old kid. Not just the adults, but the kids are helping out too. This mm -hmm. kid is in Canada. His name is Callahan McLaughlin and he set up a free joke stand at the end of his driveway instead of a lemonade stand where he tells jokes.
1: What is red, white, and blue? A sad candy cane. What is black, white, and red? A penguin that's embarrassed. (laughs) What's the pirate's favorite letter? Oh, of course. Yeah. I don't think I have any bad jokes, but my sister has, like, awful ones. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> so course, he's, hanging out at bad, the, yeah. Uh, he's up there in Canada, and he's hanging out at the end of his driveway lifting spirits for people who walk by. It says he knows about f- uh, 16 or 17 jokes. Yeah, but he can recycle them. And uh, a couple more from his sister that he doesn't obviously think are, are very good. Uh, Celebrity wise, Shaw, there was an all star benefit over the weekend for the comedy or from the comedy store raised over one hundred thousand dollars featuring live comedy online from Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr, Whitney Cummings and a whole bunch of others. You can go on YouTube and watch uh, the comedy special called the Comedy Store Benefits. FYI, it does have some non safe work uh, language Mm. in there, obviously. So if you've got the kids around, you may want to rethink that. Post Malone. I didn't watch it, but I've heard nothing but rave reviews about it. Obviously, with Wes Scantlin murdering Nirvana last week, (laughs) Post Malone was a welcome reprise from everything that happened. And his Nirvana show raised over $3 million. I I
1: couldn't believe that. I didn't. $3 million.
2: Yeah, and people said it was good. And even if you're not a Post Malone fan, you can't uh, deny the guy's musical ability and his chops uh, when he did some, uh, you know, benefit uh, stuff over the weekend. I I was
1: shocked by that figure.
2: Here's a pairing you might. Have thought you'd never see Shaw, like Lamb and Tuna Fish. <laughs> okay. Getty Lee. Yeah. Right. Slapping the bass. Yeah. And Justin Bieber. Now, they are both Canadians, so that's your tie in there. But they are participated in a in a recent charity thing, and they sang a song together. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain. There's the Bieber. We all have so- The Getty. We know that there's
0: always
2: so this was last night, Shaw. Many of, terrible. many of Canada's finest musicians did vocals from their homes, were part of a multi-channel television broadcast. They all sang Lean On Me. And that was, of course, uh, Justin Bieber, Michael Buble was in there, Getty Lee, Brian Adams, Avril Lavigne. Uh, but Quite a Canadian uh, flavor there yeah so you got a bunch of Canadians doing what they can and uh Getty Lee and Justin Bieber singing a song together mm-hmm. how interesting is that good news of bad music here on the morning sickness on 95 seven the rock was not was this week shot mm-hmm. open the door get on the floor. Everybody walked the, the dinosaur. dinosaur. It even had a dance shot. you remember the dance? No, I remember it had a dance. But All right, I... so here's the dance. I'll just try to describe no it way. to you as best I can. <clears throat> so you take your left arm yeah. and you kind of bring it uh, up like you're holding a mug. Okay. And then you swing it across the front of your body so that okay. it's now uh, kind of so your hand's over by your right elbow. And then you put your right elbow on your fist of your left hand. And then you make like a beak type thing. Oh, I got to make a beak. Okay. With your right hand. Ah. And then you kind of like stab it forward in the air. Got it. Like the dinosaur neck of yeah. like a, uh, what's the big, brontosaurus, kind of like a big brontosaurus. And then you kind of do like a weird strut thing. And then you turn around <laughs> and you go the other way and switch arms. And
1: Yeah, Matt says that song was a soundtrack for the Dinosaurs TV show. And I think the Dinosaurs movie. Don't ask me why, but I was a big fan of the show. So, yes, it's. Matt's it's- a big
2: dork. All right. <laughs> Way
1: to go, Matt. Matt.
0: The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness.
2: It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. April 27th, and because today is the 27th day of April, Shaw, we're playing Factor Bullcrap, the 27 edition. 27 edition? Okay. Things about number 27. Okay. Factor Bullcrap, Shaw, you ready? I things guess. about the number twenty seven sure is going to be yeah. about. Okay, uh, just things that have uh, have to do with number twenty seven. All right, all right. So NBA letting some of the players back to do some uh, private workouts, correct?
3: Yeah, some of the facilities apparently.
2: So factor bullcrap Shaw. An official NBA basketball court is twenty seven feet wide. Is that factor bullcrap? Uh, I'm going to say bullcrap. Basketball courts are fifty feet wide. Twenty seven feet wide is the width of a tennis court. Shaw the entire mm. court. When playing doubles is 36 feet wide. So there you go. You got that one right, y'all. You're one for one. 27 edition of Factor Bullcrap. You probably know this one. Factor Bullcrap. Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, hmm. Amy Winehouse, and Kurt Cobain were all 27 when they died. Yep.
3: That is true. That's yes, true. Unfortunately.
2: Unfortunately, all members of the 27 club. I watched a documentary about that a few years ago, and it is riveting. There's also uh, the guy from the Stones. Uh, Brian Ryan Jones. Brian Jones, yeah. Uh, there's a few. Uh, there's a whole bunch of others, yeah, but in terms of, fame, of in terms of fame, those are the the big ones there. Uh, factor bullcrap, 27 edition here on the morning sickness. The Spanish alphabet, oh boy, has 27 letters, not 26. Is that factor bullcrap, Shaw? Uh, bullcrap. Oh, you really? You uh, I was, I was struggling. Boy, that really, boy, I that was made. a struggle. Yeah, the extra letter is uh, an N with the little thing over the top was, of it. It's that's called. That's what I was thinking. It's pronounced "nia," uh, like the word in "senorita." Mm. Shaw, so they have an extra letter there. Uh, factor bullcrap twenty-seven edition here on the morning sickness on ninety-five-seven. The rock Saturn has twenty-seven moons. Is that factor bullcrap?
3: I know it has a lot of moons. Shaw, twenty-seven or ring? Wait, yeah, I was thinking rings, rings right? So I'm gonna say bullcrap. Yeah.
2: Hoo-ah. You're right, but uh, it's 82 moons that they know of, including 20 that were just discovered last year. Uranus, by the way, yeah, has 27 moons. moons ah, there we uh, go. There's your moons. Uranus mm-hmm. has a lot of moons. Mm-hmm. Shaw, yes, it does. Last one. Factor bullcrap. You're doing well. You, you got are. four. You got four out of uh, three out of four so far. Let's try and finish strong. Uh, there are 27 bones in the human hand. Is that factor bullcrap, Shaw? I think there's probably more than that. I'm going to say bull crap. Uh, Eight bones at the base of your wrist, five in your palm, 14 in your fingers for a grand total huh. of... 27. 27, Shaw. So you got that one wrong. You got three out of five. Those are Hall of Fame numbers. 27 edition of Factor Bullcrap.
0: Ryan. Come on. Gene.
3: Let's go.
2: And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Brought to us by my anniversary, Shaw, which is today.
3: Well, happy anniversary.
2: Seven years of wedded... Weddedness, being wedded, weddedness, and, <laughs> and uh, I posted about this this morning on social media. Obviously, and Sarah, a listener, had asked, said, "Happy anniversary!" Now, please tell me the story of almost fighting a priest. LOL. I, I, that's
1: an exaggeration? Day. It wasn't on the
2: well. First of all, it was not on the wedding okay. day. Uh, this was previous to the wedding day. So, my, I, I'll try to simplify this as little or as best as I can. My wife, her entire life, had gone to a church here in town with her family and especially with her grandmother who she loved dearly Mm -hmm. um, who uh, unfortunately had passed away before we were to be married. And when she went to the church where she grew up in, you know, the church she goes to, they had recently switched priests. They got a new priest. The guy that was there for her whole entire life, she knew very well and this new guy she didn't know from adam right Mm -hmm. so we go in because you have to go in and ask say hey look we want to get married we want to get married in this church she had all her whole entire life had been you know the you know how chicks are dude they think about that stuff for a long time and she wanted to get married in this church because it was symbolic of her family and her grandmother especially so we go in there and this guy was just kind of a smarmy dick the entire time (laughs) and i didn't know him at all i had no idea we're just sitting there he's asking us all these questions now, mind you, we had been living together for a couple of years. We had bought a house. We weren't married. We had, you know, two dogs. We had, you know, insurance and mortgages and all, you know, so we had a life together. Sure. You know, before we ever got married, Shaw. And, you know, obviously not what the church wants, not traditional in their sense of the uh, a word. But uh, we go in and we're talking to the guy. and He's asking us all his questions. And it seems to be going along Okay. And then all of a sudden he asks, well, what about kids? What's your plans for children? Because in the church's eyes, you got to have kids, right? That's the purpose of getting married is to procreate and carry on your your, your legacy. Right. Well, as you well know, Shaw, I have zero desire, nor have I ever had any desire to have children. Church doesn't want to hear that. Right. Well, my wife, this might be the most boneheaded thing my <laughs> wife's ever oh, done. No. She let me answer the question. <laughs> and I said, well, we're not really planning on having any kids. And, of course, he leans back in his chair and it's like, well, then I don't know if I can, I don't think I can do this wedding. And so my wife no, starts we'll get to it get, done somewhere else. <laughs> well, my wife starts to get upset, right? Visibly upset. She starts to ask a few questions. And then I said, I kind of stepped in and I said, look, dude, I said, we got a house. We've got jobs, mm-hmm. careers. I'm in my thirties. You know what I mean? I'm not, you know. That's something we're going to worry about after we get married. We're just focusing on the marriage thing. I don't know. Maybe it'll happen. But for right now, it's not something we're thinking about. We just want to do the marriage, and then that'll come at later. And he's like, well, he's like, that's, you know, and he goes through his wrong answer, Brian. Right. I don't know this. He goes through his whole spiel about how that's not the answer and the kids are the thing and blah. And I'm like, so then he continues to say, I can't do your I can't do your wedding. And I said, all right. So then my wife starts to cry. She's like, "Mm -hmm." like out loud crying in this guy's office and I'm getting pissed because mm-hmm. I'm like what are you doing dude? Right, like, This is
1: a great thing I don't want to be so I be said sad. to him I said
2: look dude I said I'm making a compromise I don't want to be in the church any more than than you, you want, want me, me in me the here. church <laughs> right I said but I'm coming here and I'm doing this stupid thing so I can get married to my wife who I love very much and and you're going to tell her to her face that she can't get married in the church she wanted to and her grandma, and all you know and he's like no I can't I can't marry you two with with Brian's issues <laughs> then I lost it because he bet. said I said, so I stood up and I pushed my chair back. and I said, look, dude, I said, I'll come across this table if you don't shut your mouth. And I got real pissed, dude. I was like legit going to knock this guy out. And he said, He's "I, priest, he, you, you know, know, he said, look, if you're going to, you know, you're going you to have to leave way. and blah, blah. And so I, I turned one last time we got up and we left. And, and I said, you sure you don't want to do, you know, you're making my wife upset and. this is kind of the abridged you know censored this is the censored version because there's a lot of F words in this one Uh, but needless to say we walked out we ended up getting married at a different church much better Uh, nice guy I still had to go through the brainwashing thing in the basement which I hated Every my wife too she lied to me to start our relationship off our marriage she lied to me I didn't I didn't know. So Friday and Saturday, Friday night and Saturday, you go to this brainwashing mm, thing at yep. the church in the basement shop. No,
1: ours wasn't in the church, but yes.
2: Well, you're in the basement of the church, and they're brainwashing you, and you got to take these stupid things and what I test and all this garbage. The compatibility. It's testing. so dumb. Mm. It's such a waste of my time. My wife didn't tell me that after Saturday we have to go through a full mass. So I'm expecting Saturday 4 o'clock to come you're in. Done. I'm out. Right. See ya. I did my time, and I'm a free man. Nope. nope. Then not only do I got to go upstairs and be in the friggin' church for another hour and a half, I got to be in the front. Yep. Oh, it was so miserable.
1: When we did our classes, it was like a weekend and it was, a, you know, a regionally shot. So it wasn't like in a town, like a bunch of people went to this right. retreat, essentially. And this one couple in front of he ended up like leaving and left her there. Like, I, like left, like left, like left, left, left. Like she was crying and he was gone and that was it. They, it. they weren't going to get married, I don't think. Can't you know what it. I'm saying? Like he drove away <laughs> and left her there.
2: I thought about it. I, I'll be honest with like, you. Like left. Uh,
1: I'm like, ooh, I don't think that's going to be a marriage really.
2: To, but to wrap things up, we did get married in that church. The guy, the priest dude, the new guy was super nice. I think Father Doug was his name. Uh, and then after we got... Done with the nuptial shot, we got in a party bus with our friends and the wedding party, and we drove by the old church. So we were wanting yeah. to get, and we flipped them off. Oh, nice! That so, feel good. Yeah, it, it, for me, it was very cathartic. Mm-hmm. It was very nice. But uh, that's the story of how I almost fought a priest. <laughs> there you go. He was close to getting his ass whooped. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was gonna stone cold stun his ass. I, I just was. I couldn't believe well, it. Well, good for your right to my face. <laughs> right to my face, he's like, "I can't marry you with Brian's issues," and I'm like, "Whoa, dude!" <laughs> I'm like, "I don't have issues, man. I've got my mindset. This is I not just something took- I want." You don't have to insult me. It's ridiculous. Well, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. Seven years of weddedness. Weddedness, yeah. It mm-hmm. is. So there you go, Sarah. There's the story of how I almost fought a priest.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness.
2: more, more, more. Have you been to the grocery store recently, Sean?
3: Not in several days. Okay.
2: The last time I went, it was to do the click and go, which was uh, really easy. I enjoyed it, and I think I'll, I'll do that going forward, mm-hmm. unless I absolutely have to go in there and get something. Uh, but uh, it was nice. Went on the app and ordered the food, and uh, then it was ready. A couple days later, I stopped and picked it up. Did you get exactly
3: up. what you want? I'm just curious. I got, I would say 95% of what I wanted.
2: Uh, Two things that that happened to me that I didn't realize uh, until I already went through with the transaction, and I'll I'll be cautious of this going forward. One is that I ordered on Sunday, and as you know, if you you don't... um, The the, trucks come. Well, no, the Festival Foods uh, circular, the weekly circular, Mm -hmm. goes like Wednesday through Tuesday, Shaw. Yeah. So... My pickup wasn't, uh, the first available pickup wasn't until Wednesday, so the weekly circular special ad. Mm, the ads weren't still valid then. Right, so basically everything that I was buying, well, maybe not everything, but a lot of the stuff that I was buying because it was on special was coming to an end, and I was going to have to pay the regular you know, price. The yeah. regular price, so I, And I didn't realize that, so I got to check out, and then they said that, and I'm like, oh, okay. And it didn't really affect me too, too much. It was only a couple extra bucks. The other thing was uh, if you order something and they don't have it, uh, when they go to pick it up or whatever, they will substitute a similar item, and if you mm-hmm. have a pre- mm-hmm. if you have a preference in regards right. to like laundry detergent or soap or what you know what I mean yep then uh you might end up with something you don't want um, I was I did, curious
3: about how that works so. i
2: The only thing that i didn't get that that I ordered was some frozen shrimp. it was on special in the ad, and they must have been out of it, and they didn't have it, so they didn 't substitute anything but you know like uh Perfect example: laundry detergent, right? We have a specific kind that we use, not for any particular reason. It's just the one we always buy, and they must not have had any of it, and so we got some other kind, and it's fine. It. It's- Laundry detergent. Right, right. difference <laughs> does yeah. it really make? Huh? Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, those are the things that I was unaware of until I, I went through with it last time and it worked fine. Gene, you used the Instacart thing before, kinda uh-huh. similar but a little different. Yeah,
1: right. So like it might be but they ask, like, Hey, we're at shopping for you right now and they don't have this kind of rice. Is this one does this different packaging or whatever right. work for you or something? But yeah. In real time, like as they're shopping. Well,
2: if you're, if you're going into the grocery store, Shaw, uh, I would recommend trying to go in right when they open, maybe, because mm-hmm. the store would be at its cleanest, its most well-stocked. Sure. Probably less people. That's what happened the last time I physically went into the grocery store. It was mm-hmm. on a Saturday morning at like 5 a.m., and it was it was great. It was me and like three other dudes, and I got out of there in like 20 minutes, and uh, here are some things you probably shouldn't do when you go into a grocery store, Shaw. Okay. Things you should not do when you go into the grocery store. Uh, glue cotton balls to your face and fake a limp so you can shop during the senior hours. maybe. Yeah. Just leave that for the senior yeah, people. Don't, have their don't try to fake it. Uh, don't do that if you're going into the grocery store. Uh, don't go to the pet aisle and ask for tiger chow. I don't think they have any of that. Shaw. It's different. They get that from uh, they get that from a truck, I believe. If you watch Tiger King, you would know where they get that food from, Shaw. I wouldn't have to explain it. Mm-hmm. You're running out of things to watch, Shaw. <laughs> no, I'm not. Top things you shouldn't do in a grocery store here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Enter without a face mask. And not because of the COVID, but because you're ugly. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) Cover that up, Shaw. Just don't, people don't want to see it. Uh, Top things you shouldn't do in a grocery store uh, loiter in the freezer section for erect nipples.
3: Don't do that. You're hard up, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: That's really trying to trying to get by, Shaw. Yeah. Top things you shouldn't do in a grocery store. Don't do these things, Shaw. Uh, don't do it. Instead of one of those plastic divider things, you know, uh, that you use to separate your groceries from somebody else's, mm-hmm. uh, separate those with your
1: erection. Oh, oh again okay. with that. That Here's keeps me, coming up.
2: <clears ears throat> on the <throat> other side. <throat> that. Uh, make a toilet paper beard and declare yourself the Lord of Essential Employees. I don't know. That'd be kind of funny to watch. Top things you shouldn't do in a grocery store here on the morning sickness on ninety five. Boy, J Rod, he just couldn't. He had his pants off waiting for me to mention Tiger King and sent in a text. Did he really? <laughs> yes, J Rod, you gotta move on, bro. Seriously, uh, make a mask using a twelve inch flour tortilla you grabbed off the shelf. Maybe don't do that, Sean. <laughs> I tell you what, though, the 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 pictures of people and what they're wearing to try and stay safe are glorious. Uh-huh. These people that just you know are, are rednecking it. And grabbing whatever that, you know, they're taking whatever
1: like, is handy, like what, a bandana? Well, a plastic,
2: even- no, 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 a plastic milk jug, and they're cutting eye holes what? in this thing and oh, sticking no. it over really? their head. Or like a five gallon water bottle, you know, and they're cutting the bottom off and sticking it over their head. Like a
1: mat, like a shield. Oh, well, man.
2: there's a guy in England. They they called him the Gimp of Essex, and he went into the grocery store in his Gimp gear. He went all Gimped out, Yeah, there's no shortage of people out there. They're going to the store in all sorts of wacky outfits. There's Scuba Steve. Did you see him? He was at like a Home Depot, and he was wearing a full scuba. <laughs> oh, gear. That's
1: just funny, though. Yeah, but he had we like the mask and the, the d- breather d- thing. D- and- oh man, I- flippers? Did he have? Oh a yeah, yeah, oh yeah, nice.
2: Scuba Steve. That's awesome. A couple more of the top things you shouldn't do in a grocery store here on the morning sickness on 957 the rock walk in without pants and yell i need a price check on ding dongs <laughs> i don't know that would be kind of funny to see i have a story to tell i tell you what man i was at the grocery store the mm-hmm. other day and you wouldn't believe what happened uh annoy the hell out of the butcher by asking him if he enjoys touching his meat all day oh, okay he's never heard that one before yeah you can certainly make a lot of meat jokes at the deli counter there's no shortage of meat jokes available couple more of the top things you shouldn't do at a grocery store here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. Squeeze melons while making direct eye contact with strangers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that creepy. Mmm, mm, Ripe. And uh, last but not least, Shaw, top things you shouldn't do in a grocery store. You shouldn't wash your hands in the produce, mister. <laughs> oh, <please>. Just... <laughs> we shouldn't have to tell people that, but yes, you're yeah, right. It's not for that, Shaw. It's no. It's not for that. Well, there you go. Just in and out real
3: quick, get mm-hmm. your stuff done, get out of there. I can't get out of there fast enough, I'll be honest with you.
2: Yeah, I I, I don't know. It wasn't too bad, like I said, when I went on that Saturday because mm-hmm. there was only a few other guys in the store, but I'm mindful of it while I'm in there, and I'm thinking, man, the longer I'm in here, the yeah. the higher my chances are. and what I, And what? it's, But what are you going to do? I just got a package in the mail from Amazon today, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's like I got to touch that thing at some point. Yeah. You know?
1: You're fine.
2: <laughs> Famous last word. You're, You're fine. fine. You're, You're fine. fine. The greatest show on earth the best
0: the best of the morning sickness
3: it certainly doesn't have the ethical content that i think it should have
2: what are your plans for eating this week Shaw are you going to be uh, grabbing food from somewhere
3: uh, we've been doing that typically on friday nights yeah. we haven't made specific plans yet but
2: last week we got uh, i had breakfast brought in for everybody here from uh, the breakfast club in downtown the cross they're doing breakfast uh, each and every day of the week i also uh, we went to turtle got some beer from them as did I, yeah. Going to have to load up this week. I know we talked, uh, the wife and I yesterday, we're going to probably go to uh, Rudy's for lunch one day this week. I've been thinking about that, yeah. She's been uh, working from home, so we'll be able to get out go get some Rudy's, uh, you know, did some you chili, see, chili dogs and some root beer.
1: Did you see Piggies is doing a to-go lunch now? Yeah, they yeah. just started that. With their salad and a uh, soup, soup and, and breadsticks. Sticks, yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, uh, I saw our friends down at uh, the Hillsborough Brewing Company are doing a Mother's Day uh, uh, buffet, uh, not a buffet, but a, a feast. That you can take with you to feed the family If you're going to do a little Mother's Day get together next weekend Um, I think we're also going to go to uh, Saxon Hall On Friday for pizza We're going to order ahead They start taking calls at 3 o'clock at Saxon Hall And then they uh, do uh, takeout from 4 until 8 uh, On the weekends down at Saxon Hall So I think we'll do that And uh, obviously got to stock up on some beer as well this weekend But people are ordering more and more food uh, To go and for takeout And getting it delivered as well Grubhub just uh, released some interesting stats About what we're ordering Shaw Grubhub says that uh, their um, their their deliveries and stuff up over 300%. I mm-hmm. can believe that. Right now in comparison to just a few weeks ago. And some of the more popular stuff around the country in the northeast, these are just by regions. Uh, people are ordering macaroni and cheese. Sure. Those <laughs> orders are up by 216%. <clears throat> early, comfort huh? food. Yeah, yeah, comfort food. Uh, carne asada bowls in the northeast, 196% up from uh, before the pandemic. And then the cinnamon apple pies. Up 160%. Those, mm. are, those are popular there in the Northeast. Here in the Midwest, Shaw, we're we like, Uh, as I mentioned earlier, and part of the reason I mentioned this is because it, it looked delicious on Saturday when I saw Shubi's post about it. I don't know if you saw this, Shaw, but. You know, I
3: just looked it up after you mentioned it. That did look delicious.
2: Well, I got up at 5 a.m. I had a couple of cups of coffee and a bowl of cereal, went in the hot tub, and then I get out of the hot tub, I get on my Facebook, and I'm scrolling, and Shoebe's has got this beautiful breakfast burrito that I'm already too full to eat. Yeah. So I'm like, damn it, this is the bun. Bummer about getting up so early, but uh, sausage, egg, and cheese burritos in the Midwest up 250% right now, according to Grubhub stats. Also, we like glazed donuts here in the Midwest. Go figure. 119% up from before. And then fried cheese curds. Go figure. Here in the Midwest. (laughs) uh, One of the three more popular uh, foods Uh that we're eating during the lockdown. Down in the South. Burrito bowls up 298%. That sounds good. Sound I'll tell good. you what, I'm not a big fan of burrito bowls. Really? I like a burrito, but not a bowl. Okay. My wife, yeah, my wife was like asking me about we were going to have some burritos last week, and if we're putting them in bowls, I'm like, no, why the hell would we put in a bowl? I get a burrito wrap and put it in a burrito. It's got the perfect container. Uh, they they got a thing for burritos, though, because the next item is grilled steak burritos. Oh, those really are up 249% like, uh, down in the South. Love those burritos. And then they also like those sausage, egg, and cheese croissants. Uh, Those are up as well. In the West, Shaw, Mm -hmm. again, sausage, egg, and cheese on a biscuit this time, up 205% according to Grubhub. Spicy chicken sandwiches, 158%. These are out West, uh, what they're ordering now during the lockdown, and pulled pork sandwiches Mm. uh, up 124% according to Grubhub and their stats in the West. I had a pulled pork sandwich yesterday. It was delicious. Yeah. I've got a little bit of – we did some – Chicken burritos uh, last week for dinner one night, and I've got a little bit of leftover. I'm going to enjoy that this afternoon for lunch when I get home. But uh, please try and help out your local restaurants. They are uh, A lot of them are doing yep. Whether takeout, it's lunch, delivery, lunch, dinner. dinner yep. Some of them doing breakfast, you know. Uh, obviously, over at Bean Juice, they're doing fresh ground coffee. Um, yeah. They also have some uh, select baked items available in the case on the weekends. If you
1: go online and look, you'll find places and what they're doing and yeah. how you can order and you know whether you get it delivered or you drop by and pick it up.
2: And again, check out AroundRiverCity.com. A lot of uh, local area businesses listed there as to what they're doing, what their hours are, what they're offering, all that stuff. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you
0: the best they've got.
2: No, <laughs> oh, Really? I uh, wrote an article for our website, Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, about a, uh, a a stunning, if you will, admission on my behalf, Shaw. A stunning admission. Okay. That Did I, I hit, in one instance, and only one in my life, I will choose sausage over bacon. And what instance would that be? When I get a breakfast sandwich. Oh. And I don't know why. But you can get
3: bacon on a breakfast sandwich. I know yeah, you but, can. But you will always go with the but sausage? But I always
2: go sausage. Huh. And I don't know Why? I never knew why. I just always, you know, dunks. I would go to dunks a million times when I grew up in New England. Sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant. It's just, it's delightful. Then I moved here and people are eating those same things off the hot spot from the Quick Trip where Mm -hmm. you go to Mickey D's and you get a, you know, sausage, egg, and cheese on a croissant. It's always sausage, never bacon. Yeah. And I've tried the bacon. It's not that I haven't. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. It just, for some reason, I just, I I think maybe because the bacon doesn't get done right for me at a lot of places. You know, they don't cook it properly. A lot of times it's not, you know, cooked traditionally. They do it in a weird way, you know, especially like in a fast food place. But uh, I, I read an article and it kind of spoke to me, Sean. It gave me some insight as to why I might only. Okay. In, in only this situation would I choose. Like if you give me uh, the option in the morning with eggs and toast and pancakes. Yeah, I'm, or going I'm going up, bacon. I'm going bacon. Right. I'm not doing sausage. I mean, if there's sausage, I'll have some. Right. But I'm not choosing it over the bacon. But if I'm getting a breakfast sandwich, regardless of what the bread is. Or what else is in there? Usually it's some sort of egg and cheese, and then the meat option, I'm always going to choose sausage. But this says uh, a sausage, egg, and cheese handles better, according to this article that I read. Hand- so it's easier to eat, you Tidy, mean? contained unit. Okay. Uh... Uh, a lot of times with the bacon strips are all over the place, especially if, and you know this uh, from eating a sandwich from a BLT, sometimes you bite into the bacon and it, you can't bite right through it yeah. for whatever reason. And then it comes out and it pulls uh, it all of the other out, yeah. crap with it, which, you know, whatever. Then you got a mouthful of bacon. And <laughs> life's not too bad. But uh, it also has, according to this article, the perfect ingredient to bite ratio. Again, so if you're biting, yeah. you usually can get right you're through it. get a sausage yeah. piece in there. Uh, Sometimes You know, the bacon sometimes can move over and you grab a piece and then you don't have any bacon in there. You just got sausage and egg or cheese or whatever, or uh, cheese and egg. Uh, Holds the heat better, according to this article. Again, the uh, construction of the uh, sandwich together allows that, uh, because it's packed tight, there's less air flowing through it, allows it to stay hotter longer. Um, And there's a few other reasons, but you can read my article online, uh, the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, but a stunning admission by yours truly that Given the choice of a breakfast sandwich with some sort of meat. But science backs your choice, though. Obviously. I don't know if it's science. It's just another person who wrote an article that yeah. also uh, gave me some insight as to why okay. I, might, I might go that route. If I were to give you the option, would you go bacon or sausage, or are you one of those? Depends on how I feel. I go bacon. Yeah. Every time?
3: If I do a breakfast sandwich, yeah. Yeah.
2: What if yeah. they put too much bacon on there, though? What if there's two strips? How are you going to manage?
3: <laughs> I'll indulge myself. Whoa. Like on a biscuit. Yes, I don't yeah. like biscuit
2: too. Too dry. Oh, no, I like biscuit! Go biscuit yeah. Me Big too. Bacon cheese biscuit. Me too. There's a reason why you got to cover those me things too. in sausage gravy because it is just too dry. If I want to eat the flour, I'll just eat the flour. You know what I mean? I'm good. I'm with you, Shaw. But no, you give me you give me a croissant. You know, light and mm-hmm. flaky, and mm-hmm. a little bit of a buttery taste to it. Buttery flaky crust. <laughs> flaky buttery. But- but- sounds like a commercial. Butter- buttery flaky crust. Flaky crispy crust. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you give me that with uh, some egg and cheese and a sausage patty, and I'm good to go. I'm all about that. I don't know why, and now I have at least a little bit of insight as to why I choose that route. I can go for one right now. Did you see Shubi's on Saturday? Did you see their post on Facebook? I didn't. Their I, breakfast burrito? Uh-uh. Good Lord. I didn't see it till after I was...
1: Too I, late to make that decision, is well.
2: Yeah, I had had a bowl of cereal and a couple of cups of coffee, and then I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw it, and I'm like, Whoa, man! Hopefully they bring that back this weekend. I got to keep an eye on them because that breakfast burrito they had on Saturday looked delightful.
0: You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More,
2: more, more. Twenty-five percent of us, Shaw, one in four, would rather clean a toilet than do this. What is it? Taxes. Oh, there you go. This is not the tax man song. Okay, I know what I... it is. The Beatles. Listen. Then
1: drive a car?
2: No. Oh, okay. Clean a car. Clean a car? They'd rather clean their toilet than clean their car. That's Why? how stanky-ass dirty your car is. Yeah. Probably because you got kids, and if you've ever no. been in somebody who has kids, if you've ever been in their minivan, Shaw, it's, it's, it's sticky and gross. It's a science and,
1: experiment is well. Yeah, it there's is. stuff
2: growing. There's fries yeah. from 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty gross. But uh, a new survey of people in their vehicle Shaw, says that uh, 49% of people admit their car is usually a mess. My wife is a uh, very guilty offender here hm. when it comes to messy cars. She is brutal in how she treats her vehicles. I, on the other hand, prefer a clean vehicle. I always feel like the car runs better when it's clean. I know that's just a mind-playing-tricks-on-you kind of thing, but uh, a clean car, happy
3: happy wife, happy life kind of situation. Yeah, I'm a stickler for a clean car myself.
2: I just don't. I'm, but It's just me in there unless my wife goes with me somewhere. But, uh, you know, I don't want it to be full of junk. Uh, people were asked to name the dirtiest spot in the car. What do you think the dirtiest spot in your vehicle is? Probably the steering wheel, if you're talking germs. Uh, top answers were the floor. That was, yeah. That's where everything goes, the floor. Eventually it ends up on the floor. Backseat cup holders, which yeah, of course yeah, is going to have yeah, a lot yeah. of funk in there. <laughs> a spillage there. Uh, oh, yeah, so much spillage. Dashboard and the trunk. Mm. Yeah, you just throw stuff in there and you don't see it out of sight, out of mind. Uh, top things that are currently junking up the inside of your car. Uh, yeah,
1: R- empty water bottles. Yeah,
2: crumbs, empty bottles, food wrappers, old magazines, and blankets. Blankets. Yeah. Yeah. Just throw one in the trunk just in case. Blankets. How many blankets you got in your car? <laughs> Depends you on got? how
1: many people you're traveling <laughs> you got with one in of those their. Blanket ages. trees in the yeah. trunk
2: installed or what? Uh, over two thirds of people with messy cars say it's embarrassing when they have passengers. <laughs> At least uh, my wife's isn't yeah, one of those ones where you got to dig out like a little section for yourself. <laughs> just a second. Let me move that so you can sit out. Oh, man. My...
1: Oh, you're going to ride with me? Just a sec.
2: I worked on cars years ago, Shaw, uh, when I was in my late teens. And we had a guy that had a car. It was one of those junker cars where it was just from the floor, literally from the floor to the ceiling, full of junk. And the only space he had that was available was the driver's seat. Oof. And that was it. And that he'd have to he work. Needs. He would show up and he'd ask you a ton of questions. He wanted to like do the work himself, but have you tell him how to do it. He, you know, he was obviously, you know, kind of out there. Uh, but uh, anyways, yeah, those are those are gross. Seven out of 10 people say a messy car is a turnoff. And half of people, according to this survey, would think about canceling a date with somebody if they showed up in a field. That's a Seinfeld episode waiting to right? happen. The, the O didn't stay with the B. The O left and stayed with the car. Uh, 78% of people overall in this survey said a clean car makes them feel like they have their life together. 45% of people said that containing the mess is hard and can seem overwhelming. I don't know if you just kind of keep up with it. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a bunch of other stats. I wrote an article on this. Uh, it's on our website, the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com if you want to find out more. But yeah, one out of every four people would rather clean their toilet than clean their car. That'd be me. It could be an undertaking. I mean, you got to devote. I'd
1: rather clean a toilet than clean my car. Really? You got oh, to devote a couple a of hours. a lot
2: shorter amount of time. Yeah, you got to devote a couple of hours. I do sometimes. both
1: toilets in my house before I clean the car. You gotta know, haul the vacuum out there, you gotta take the wind I mean it's
3: at least a half an hour, right Shaw?
2: Well if you did it on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, I was gonna
3: say I keep up on it, so it's not hard,
2: but you weren't gene, some messy. Well, it's not
1: that I need to take a garbage bag out there. I'm just saying the whole vacuuming of it is a process. Well, Toilets we- are you know, you're done in
3: five minutes. I vacuum my trunk over the weekend.
2: I, uh, I did both our vehicles, I don't know, a couple of weekends ago. And uh, because we haven't gone anywhere, the right. wife's vehicle stayed, still looks stay pretty tidy uh, these it's days. It's nice. I got in there the other day to move her car, and I was like, oh, man, it still looks good in here. Mm-hmm. I did a really good job. Messy car, though, Shaw. I just feel like yeah, it, I, it, mm. it drives me nuts. The
3: greatest show on
0: earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness.
3: It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that
2: I think it should have.
0: Killing Killing Me Shaw's, Shaws. brought to you by
2: GECU, the Friendly Credit Union. You're killing me, Shaw's, each and every Wednesday, just after 8 o'clock, courtesy of GECU, the Friendly Credit Union. Your chance to win some of my morning show money. Who this? John. John, are you familiar with how this game is played?
0: Uh, I believe so. Don't you just say you you think Shaw knows it or he doesn't?
2: Yes. so we're going to play a movie quote for Scott Robert Shaw in a few minutes, and if he knows it... And you say that he knows it, then you win the money. If you say that he doesn't know it and he doesn't know it, you win the money. But if you're wrong, you don't win the money. We add ten bucks for next week. So what do you think, John? Is he going to know it or not? I'll say yes. Oh man, John he who didn't hesitate, didn't pause, who does not really know how the game is played. I mean, he does, <laughs> but uh, obviously has never really played before. He uh, went out on a on a on a limb there, Shaw, and mm-hmm. said yes, which is usually not a good choice. Today, however, I think Josh guessed correctly. Huh. I, I think you're gonna know this. Really? It's a very it's a very popular uh quote. Okay. Very recognizable, Shaw. And I think you'll know it. Listen closely.
0: I drink your milkshake. I drink it up.
2: You wanna hear that one again, Shaw? Sure, because I love it.
0: I drink your milkshake. I drink it up.
2: Any ideas? I'm pretty sure, yeah. All right, Shaw, go ahead. Because if you guessed this correctly, that means that uh that he went John wins my morning show money. I believe that was Daniel Day Lewis from There Will Be Blood. Wow. Unbelievable, Shaw. Thirty bucks of my morning show money up for grabs this oh, morning. Daniel yeah, class- uh, Day Lewis, sixty-three years young today, a six time Oscar winner or nominee, excuse me, three time winner. He's been, he's been acting in movies since 1971, has less than 30 credits to his name, and has only been in six movies in the last 15 years. Might very well be the greatest actor yeah. of our generation. And I think he
3: said he's retiring from acting.
2: Doesn't take roles just to make a check. Only does things... Learn how to be
3: a shoe cobbler for a year. To,
2: just to be in that role, yeah. yeah. My Left Foot, obviously, one of the famous ones. There Will Be Blood is where that uh, quote's from. And because you knew that and John guessed correctly... He's got 30 bucks of my morning show money. Nice job, John. We'll give him a call and make sure he gets his check. Next week, we're back down to $10, Shaw. I got to make these tougher.
3: Yeah, I guess so. I've been on a roll. Yet. You are on a roll, Shaw.
2: I don't like that at all.
3: Nah.
2: Not one bit. The game is not fun if you know the movie <laughs> jokes. The game is supposed to <laughs> make you look foolish. Right, exactly. And
1: then roll over and roll over and roll right. over, so yeah. there's big, big money up for
0: grabs. Ryan. Come on! Gene. Let's go! And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really.
3: Michigan freeways, like those in many states, are desolate at times, especially at night amid the coronavirus pandemic. But that doesn't mean state troopers aren't patrolling the roads looking for speeders. Police in Michigan cited a driver for, get this, traveling 110 miles an hour, over the speed limit. Whoa. They what clocked the, the driver limit? going
2: 180 oh. in a 70-mile-an-hour zone. Uh, well, they, i got to be honest. If you got a car that can do that, right. you wanna, you got to try it at some point, right? Right. Uh, probably, at right. Uh, probably at night when there's fewer cars on the road. What kind of car was it? Do we know? I
3: don't know what kind of car it was. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up.
2: But. It's got to be some kind of well, a high-tech sports car, or Lamborghini or a yeah. Ferrari or something. I mean, you can't just drive that in a Taurus, right? <laughs>
3: My RAV doesn't go 180
1: <laughs> no. is what I'm saying.
2: I'm telling you, Gene, if you're going to trade that sucker in at some point, we got to see how fast it can go. Uh. We got to see. We got to test the limits. Right, Shaw? Well, yeah. I mean, I, what do you got? You got a little, uh, Honda, little four-door? Civic. little Civic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. Uh, what does what the, the, the gauge read? 130? I think 140. Oh, man. Are you going to trade it in, try to get value for it? I just bought it. Well, at some point. Oh, I don't know. haven't thought that far. All right. Well, if you're going to at some point. Then let's, that'd be the time? Well, at one time. Let's just try. I, I don't have to wait till then, do I? I mean. What do you think? The I'm trying to think of the best section of I-90. Probably after Sparta, that like that really long stretch where it's uh-huh. straight and it kind of goes up the hill at the end uh-huh. there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, that might be it.
3: After the state patrol headquarters.
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> get
3: past that like
1: way, like, you Was know, that
2: a Civic out. Going 110 <laughs> God damn I don't think those things Went that fast You know what Just let him have it right. Just let him You know what He got that Civic up that fast He'll slow down eventually Speaking of him.
1: Did they ever
3: catch that person That was going Yeah 100... remember Barry Mills They had the guy 110 Did yeah. we ever get an update no, on that No I know, to my knowledge They've never caught him No he's driving like an, a, Orange and black a Barracuda I
2: think No it was like a Miata or something Wasn't it Yeah uh, Maz- or or Mi- Mazda,
3: I think. M-
2: Mitsubishi, right? Mitsubishi. It wasn't Mitsubishi. Yeah. It's an Eclipse. Yeah, you had a black and orange. Yeah. And what? they
3: never did. They an orange and black. Yeah, no. And in Florida, the governor has issued an order mandating that people stay at home to help hmm. curb COVID nineteen. There are exceptions made for essential activities. Uh, exceptions were not made, however, for going to a friend's house to smoke marijuana. A 26 year old Vero Beach, Florida woman found this out the hard way. Yo, bruh. <laughs> Yo, bro. Where's my doobie jet?
2: Where's my doobie jet?
3: Investigators uh, were responding to this incident. A woman was walking on some railroad tracks. She provided deputies several reasons why she was out and so not. So she's abiding. already a
2: genius, right? Yeah. By walking on railroad right. tracks is what we're trying
3: to say. Here. So why are you out here ignoring the order? She said she was going to a friend's house to smoke marijuana. I don't know.
2: It sounds kind of essential right now. i got to be honest. <laughs> Anything, yeah, anything to take the edge off. Right. Maybe you say, "Look, don't walk on the tracks." Right. The weed, mm-hmm. whatever. Probably if she wouldn't have been on the tracks. She would have been okay. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Right now, just I, I got to be honest. I'm uh, just let her be. Have at it. And she's in Florida, no less. Right. Can you imagine how much more stressful it is down mm-hmm. there? That crazy ass governor. She should cut through the woods. Is what she should have right. done. She'll... She would have been much better off. Bad news, happy music here on the morning sickness on ninety five seven The Rock. So. uh about five six years from now Shaw maybe get them ready to trade that Civic yeah see what she'll do yeah I'm not talking you know McLovin in a cop car in an empty parking lot here I'm not trying to test the tires and see what kind of just talking pedal to the metal I'm just straight up let's see how fast that thing can go we'll go to the store before we get it on the highway we'll get some premium oil we'll dump it in that uh in that engine make sure it's all lubed up Mm. and ready to rock and roll I think we got to get some kind of special tires or something Yeah, my tires are good. All right. Mm -hmm. What's the fastest you've ever had a car going? Uh, Probably like a buck ten, buck fifteen. Okay. I was much younger. I didn't care so much about my life. Me too. I didn't have a fear of death. Now I do. Mm hmm. Yeah, it wasn't very smart though. 180 though. Damn, that's that's (laughs) impressive Mm -hmm. Audubon stuff. I suppose though, you got a car for it. I mean, I had Rich Gillette's car I was down just going to say,
1: we, we have friends that have...
2: Well, he, had, he let me drive that one that one time, and I got it down here uh, by GECU in second gear, doing about 75 miles an hour around the corner there. It was Damn. fun. Yeah, Sean, I don't mess around. You, <laughs> you think I'm joking. No, I don't.
0: You're listening to the best of
2: the morning sickness. More, more, more. More, more, more. Have you ever heard of minivan rock? Uh no. You know about uh, pop rock? Yeah, 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 yeah. Grunge, rockabilly, surf rock. There's a bazillion other little yeah. subgenres if you want to categorize things, yeah. and that doesn't even get into the metal subgenres. <laughs> There's all sorts of wacky ones. I wrote an article about uh, minivan rock because I had never heard of it until. This week, Shaw, and you can read that article on our website, the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Is
3: this what Jean does when she drives around in her minivan? Or it what?
2: probably is not, actually. Okay. Knowing Jean as well as I do, she either listens to whatever the kids are listening to, or if she's without Whatever the kids, I want to listen to. or without the kids, <laughs> she's probably listening to something cool from like the 70s or 80s, right, Gene? I'm assuming.
1: Uh, depends. I mean, there was a time when I was really when you first said that minivan rock, I was like, ooh, this is when the kids were really little, and I was super into Kid Rock, and I would jam it out. And I would drive past their schools, and they would duck down in the <laughs> seats like they couldn't even stand that I was doing well, it. But so, what is this? What so is
2: Billboard.com put together a uh, list of the top 50 greatest minivan rock songs? And I went to their website, read okay. the article, and I surmised that in, in my article. But basically, anything from, like, 97 to 04, Shaw. Okay. Is is it? Soccer Mom, minivan, okay. The rock songs that were on the pop radio station that were, like, clean mm-hmm. and you could mm-hmm. you could jam out. They kind of had a pop punk kind of thing so bon going Jovi. on. No, 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 bon no, Jovi. no, no. We're no. talking they came out between 97 and 04, Shaw. And you said Bon Jovi? Mm-hmm. Well, they're still playing now. What do you mean? Yeah, but they're not putting songs on, on top 40 radio in, in the 90s and, and 04s. No, we're talking about like these awful songs like Fountains of Wayne, "Stacy's Mom. That's not an
1: awful song, dude. And I'm sorry. It's okay. I, that's okay. not. It's, that's... All right.
2: How about Semi-Sonic, Closing Time? That's on the list. By the way, Stacey's Mom from Fountains of Wayne is number 18 on their list of the okay. top 50. Uh, Maroon 5, This Love. Yeah, month, it sounds like. Which we're... was one of their first hits, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, Semi-Sonic Closing Time came out in 98. Mm. Uh, How about uh, Kiss Me by Sixpence None none the Richer? If you hear these songs, you think automatically like 90s teen comedy soundtrack. You know what I mean? It's kind of got that feeling. Uh, Vanessa Carlton, A Thousand Miles. Third Eye Blind, Never Let You Go at number six. Um, If you're looking for some top five action, Shaw... Uh, number four, or excuse me, number three on the list of the top 50 minivan rock songs is Nine Days. We've yeah. got the whole world. Yeah. Lose looks so sad in photographs. I, absolutely, I don't know how I know the lyrics, but I, I was do. I
3: say, how do you know those I,
2: words? Because you get in an elevator and you just, mm, and you, I don't mm-hmm. know, you hear it a million times in a commercial or in a movie soundtrack. I think this was in uh, Can't Hardly Wait," which uh, had Jennifer Love Hewitt at her at her hottest. It starred a very young Seth Rogen as well. Um, but yeah, this is number three on the list of the top 50 minivan rock songs. Number two on the list is from uh, Fish's Girl, Avril. Ah, there you go. So the first hit from Avril was Skater Boy, mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah, and then yeah. there was this one, which was her like kind of like uh, breakup jam, complicated show. Yeah, remember that. I'm sure Hannah was playing this at some point oh, back sure. in 2002. How old was Hannah in 02? I don't know. I Do not do math. How, math. Old, how old? 18 years ago. How old was she? Four? Uh, six. Six? six.
1: <laughs> All right, <so> maybe, <laughs> ja-
2: maybe Jack was playing it then. Maybe Jack. <laughs> probably Adam was. I'm
1: sure. sure. Was oh, yeah. For far. sure.
2: But Fish would uh, probably be uh, crying while he listened to this. Oh, yeah. clutching He's his already LPs. crying <laughs>
1: right now. <he>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Avril at number two with Complicated for the top 50 minivan rock songs. Again, I wrote an article for these, and you can hear them or uh, see this uh, article on our website, the Morning Sickness page. At 957therock.com. Anybody want to take a guess at the number one? Boy, I have no idea.
1: And it wasn't Stacy's mom, so nope. I'm out.
2: Nope. Shaw? Uh, Chumbawamba, I don't know. Ooh, that's a good guess.
1: Ooh, nice.
2: A, another good guess would have been Third Eye Blind with Semi Charm Kind of Life, because that was a huge yeah. hit. I,
1: when yeah. you said Third was Eye massive. Blind, that was,
2: yeah. was a massive hit. But no, this one uh, is number one, and it's just the moms dig it, man. Lifehouse, hanging by a moment. In their minivan, cruising around, trying to relive those memories. This is
1: that band that I have booked for Oktoberfest on Saturday night. They they play all of this.
0: I'm hanging by a moment here with you.
2: It's some uh, crappy cover band, Shaw, except... That's the name of the band. They're called some... But it's the S word, not the C word. It's not the C word, yeah. S h i t t y. That's some
1: the, uh... crappy cover band, and I had them last year on Saturday night down Fest, and they they played all, and people were Decker were was like it? rocking nice. out, him and like he had friends out of town, and they were like going nuts, and they're playing this year uh, on Saturday night as well. All of this, the, everything you just said yeah. is in their playlist. <laughs> it's yes. Playlist.
2: So Lifehouse, Hanging by a Moment is uh, the number one. Mini Van rock song according to Billboard.com.
0: Hanging by a moment here with you!
2: It'd be cool if somebody did a death metal version of this. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think you just did. Somebody probably has. I'm sure it's on the YouTubes. Here's an honorable mention that this is actually a pretty decent song. Vertical Horizon, Everything You Want. I worked at a like a CD store years ago called Strawberries, and this was on like our monthly mixtape that we had when the CD was coming out. And I just... I don't know. I just it just grew on me. I grew it grew on me, Shaw. Okay. It's one of those songs, I don't know.
3: That happens. You never could, could live in unless you, were by the head. you
2: There you go. So Minivan rock song, Shaw. It's a thing apparently, Minivan. everything you bought. Most part are there's crap. It's just yeah. garbage. Just just not good it's, stuff, Shaw. Uh,
1: walk down the nineties though. Yeah, Early 2000s, I'm yeah,
2: sure. I'd rather do the alt rock side of it, you know, stuff like Oleander and uh, and and those kind of bands. Hum, maybe with Stars, that's a good one, uh, but uh, not not on the pop side of it. But there you go, from 97 to 04, uh, those really clean rock songs that you could play on a pop station like Z93, and uh, that's what minivan rock is apparently. And you can read that article again on our website, the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com
0: The greatest show on earth The best, the best of the Morning Sickness
3: It certainly doesn't have the ethical
2: content that I think it should have Offspring on 957 The Rock It's the Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene Remember this song? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Scorpion's huge hit back in uh, late 80s, early 90s, Shaw, mm-hmm. uh, Winds of Change. Mm-hmm. When I was uh, 15 and I went to Russia, uh, I had a one of the tapes I had with my Walkman. Was this? Was not this tape. It was like a power ballad's greatest mm-hmm. power, and this was on it. And I remember listening to it uh, many times on that trip.
1: I wore out the Scorpions cassette tape in my uh-huh. car like it became so thin it no longer was a thing
2: well this is this is Buck Wild you know me I'm not fish is the tinfoil hat guy he's the Illuminati conspiracy yeah. theorist guy I like to I believe in some stuff but I'm not all you know deep dive on the internet like fishes however this is very interesting and I might check out this podcast when it hits Spotify on May 11th if you want to read more about this story, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Apparently, Klaus Mein, the lead singer of The Scorpions, did not write this song, Shaw. No? The CIA wrote it. The, the CIA wrote it.
1: As in CIA? Central as Intelligence in The
2: CIA in America, the Central Intelligence <laughs> Agency. They no, wrote they it as Cold War propaganda. Oh, no, they didn't. Yes, they did. Well, they didn't. Yes, they did. You shut your mouth. <laughs> and how did no. he get his hands on it then? Supposedly. They wrote it for him? For supposedly, them? Supposedly the song was written by the lead singer Klaus Mein. No. Nope. Who was inspired by how much different uh, how different Russia was between their gigs in 1988 in Russia and 1989 in Russia. You know, the falling of the the wall and the you know all that stuff. Got it inspired by that and wrote this song. Winds of Change. But There's a new podcast, Shaw, that apparently interviews hundreds of rockers and spies in four different countries, and it's done by a a, a reputable source, uh, a writer, an investigative journalist for The New Yorker. The podcast is called Winds of Change, and it's hosted by Patrick Radden Keefe, who again is a journalist, an investigative journalist for The New Yorker, and it hit Spotify on May 11th. Apparently, there's people out there that believe that the CIA wrote this song as Cold War propaganda. And now there's an eight part podcast coming out on May 11th that dives into whether or not the CIA wrote this song. Okay, he says the writer of the or the uh, host of this podcast says, I have had so much fun pursuing this crazy story over the course of a year, exploring the dark byways of Cold War history and doing nearly 100 interviews in four countries with rockers and spies. I can't wait to share it with the world
0: the dreams and the wind of change.
1: Wind of change.
2: The CIA writes rock songs? Yeah, <laughs> they write hell rock songs, man. It's a good one. <laughs> do it's they write other like,
1: genres? I don't know. Song?
2: I don't know. Maybe they wrote some. Uh, Red Solo Cup? Is that a CIA too? I don't know if they wrote that one. All right. Maybe they wrote some Florida Georgia line songs. I don't know. Who knows? I hope they have better things to do than that. Maybe they didn't. I don't know if I ever felt like I was getting propagandized hmm. by listening to this song. Just a good song, that's all. It was okay. I mean, it's hmm. uh, I mean, it's not my favorite jam, but uh, it was okay. Got the job done. But the CIA may have wrote that song, Shaw, and there's going to be hmm. a podcast called Winds of Change on Spotify May 11th. If you want to find out more, you can go to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Ryan. Come
0: on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> oh, really.
2: This might be the greatest news of all time, Shaw. The greatest news of all time. Yeah, we need some What's going on? some great news right now. Count I want you to count 4 seconds for me. Out loud? Yeah. I just did. Well, that was fast. 1 2 Mississippi 3 Mississippi. Four. Do you think in those 4 seconds you could do a ton of physical activity? I I breathed in and out. How your shots? <laughs> well, a new study just came out, Shaw. For lazy people like me. The four-second workout? Yes. (laughs) What? Shush. You've heard of seven-minute abs. You've heard of six-minute abs. (laughs) Thank you very much, Ben Stiller. But a new study just came out in the journal. Medicine and science and sports and exercise. What do I got
1: to do in four seconds? What do I got to do? Well,
2: if you'd stop talking, I'll tell you. It found out that if you are one of those lazy couch people like I am, Uh it might only take four seconds Of exercise to counteract all that couch time that you spend. Researchers wanted to know if super short bursts of intense exercise did any good. And we've seen this in the past, Shaw, right? If you've ever like, like when I went to upraxia a few years ago, Mm -hmm. we would have, you know, 30, 40 seconds of intense burpees going at it, you know, kettlebell swinging, whatever it is, and then you rest for a minute or two, Mm -hmm. right? But it was like, you know, not four seconds. We're talking like a minute at a time here. That's too long. Four seconds I can do. That's that's in your wheel. What they did? These researchers they made people sit for six hours straight. Sit for six hours straight. I then oh man. Then they put them on a stationary Mm-mm. bike. They made nope. them pedal as hard as they could for four seconds. Count that off again for me, Shaw. One Mississippi, two, Mississippi. three, four. Four seconds as fast as you can on a stationary bike, followed by a forty-five second break. They repeated that process five times. So for a total of 20 seconds, you're pedaling as hard as you can. I can do that. But with 45-second breaks in between. Each person did it for an hour for eight hours throughout the day. So every, (laughs) you know, you got to get up and do this thing. Okay, Might sound like a lot, but in total, it's only two minutes and 40 seconds of actual exercise that day, Shaw. Made Made a significant difference in their health within 24 hours. Immediate results, Shaw. Really? Doctors tested the blood of these people the next day. Their triglycerides were 30% lower than the day before. Their metabolism had jumped, so they were burning more calories even when they were doing nothing. The study used bikes, but any sort of high-intensity exercise could work. Even some sets of jumping jacks could do you some good, Shaw. Four seconds at a time. How many jumping jacks can you do in four seconds? One. Two? (laughs) Two. Do I have to land
1: it good, Shaw?
2: Yes. Okay. The four-second workout, Shaw.
1: I have to sit still for six hours though?
2: Yes. That part is, is easy. difficult. Oh. Well you, yeah, because you're sit. a crazy person.
1: Sit still for six hours? Am I sleeping? Or do I have to just you sit there? You don't
2: even sleep still. You probably <laughs> get up and move around. I'm I'm guessing you do all sorts of wacky stuff in your sleep. But there you go, Shaw, the four second exercise. Yeah. What are you gonna do
3: when they come up with
2: a three second exercise? I don't know, man. I'm gonna say, why did I waste my time on the four second exercise? <laughs> all workout? that extra time. <laughs>
3: Missed it? Download
0: it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant.
3: At 957therock.com and the 957 The Rock app.